Holy shit, I'm gonna come. gentle episode of the stupid movie podcast for babies a modern podcast where we take a look at modern directors who can still get shit made in our modern world we will discuss how these directors kept their artistic integrity and whether they had to sell their souls to do it i'm your host aj i'm your other host noah i'm the other other host gabe right now we're in the middle of our sofia coppola series and today's <laughs> yeah. uh, episode is on the movie the beguiled the beguiled the Sorry. Um, <laughs> the IMDb synopsis of The Beguiled is the unexpected arrival of a wounded Union soldier at a girls' school in Virginia during the American Civil War leads to jealousy and betrayal. That pretty much sums it up. And horniness. Um, this movie's so goddamn very, horny. <laughs> they gave, they gave the... Sorry. <laughs> you just, uh, you, we, we made a rule that we weren't going to talk over each other, and that's the first thing that I do. Uh, all right, let's just we'll behave ourselves because this is a gentle episode. No need for tempers either. No need for infighting. No need for yelling. This is the kind of podcast that people fall asleep to. Can I ask um, real quick why we're doing this? Is it exclusively for the asleep crowd? No, it's because I had to edit the last episode and it nearly drove me insane. Ah, I see. There we go. The cock. Um. <laughs> This is we give the sudden hospitality. Yeah. So who wants to give a more in-depth uh, plot synopsis than the general IMDb one? Go through it step by step. I, mean, I think Gabe wants to. I see a hand goes. over by Gabe. Yeah, I, I did kind of want to. Um, I'm glad you gave me this one. Uh, so basically, Colin Farrell shows up, Union Jack, in the old, the old southern states during the, the, uh, the days of the war. And uh, because of this, uh, Colin Farrell's treated with distrust by these southern bells, um, all of which are, like, hot for some particular reason. Not the children, obviously. The women, that'd be disgusting. All of you The ones that are over 18. Obviously, yeah. Even though the ones... Yeah, they, they, again, they're doing that thing where they have, like, horny teenagers. She does that a lot. Sofia Coppola. Anyways. Um, yeah, Colin Farrell essentially becomes, like, a romantic interest of every female character. And then hijinks ensues. Take it for what you will. Hatching. That was a pretty apt synopsis, Gabe. It's a pretty um, apt synopsis. Yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but I really dug this. I, I think it was a very nice little movie. I'm glad it was short. If it had dragged on, it would have <laughs> felt less. But for what it was, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was nice evening viewing on a Sunday, which is probably the best time you could watch this movie, is on a Sunday uh, with maybe like... 80% attention like I did go on my phone a few times I will admit but there were a lot of shots that lasted a while what did you guys think I uh I thought it was beautiful looking hmm. this thing was this thing was pretty 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 gotta say yes and sir. Uh, much more energetic than the some previous uh, installments in Sophia's filmography admittedly even though I have was a fan of one of those particular installments. 
Um, but there was a lot more dialogue in this one, and I was going to be like, good job, Sophia, you know, you you wrote more dialogue, like, you made it more energetic, that's that's good, that's good, but then I was like, oh wait, this is based off a book, so she didn't actually yeah. do that, but, um, yeah, it was the, it was, uh, it was pretty, I was getting kind of Barry Lyndon vibes from, uh, Colin Farrell, he was just like, like, fucking his way to the top, yeah, being a little stinker, <laughs> yeah, Basically yeah. saying, like, I'll be your free-use gardener. Like, I'll let you girls, I'll have a piece. Just, yeah. you know, I don't want to go to war. Shit sucks. Which it, it probably fe- does. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt like, um... Like, if, uh... Like, The Bachelor was, like, some Civil War fan fiction, like, porn, exotic, like, uh... Erotica that, like, a librarian reads... Like those two things combined. That's that major like Target novel or like when you're checking out at a grocery store. And it's like how did one dude write forty novels about a woman kissing a dude on a horse? (laughs) Yeah. Uh but I think the the performances and definitely the cinematography elevated this one. All those shots looking up, like, with, with the... They're not palm trees. What are those fucking trees called? Willow Willows, trees. Yeah. Willow trees, yeah. With, like, the, the light, light shining through. through. Yeah. Cinema. Yeah, I really liked uh, all the performances. I think Colin Farrell, especially, was very smart casting. Like, I was saying that after I actually had a little spat with Goo about it. Yeah, we did. He, he lied and said that he didn't like his performance or his cast. I didn't, I, I had to give it some time. I was only 20 minutes in at that point. Um, yeah, he, he was, he, I, he was the right choice, I'll admit, in hindsight, but at first I was just taken for a loop that, like, you have an Irish guy that comes from Dublin immediately and is drafted in the war. I'm like, that's a very complex backstory, I guess. Well, that was a piece of Marie and Trivia Net is that in the novel, he is also Irish. Like, that really? wasn't made up okay, to cool. just benefit Colin Farrell. He's which Colin if Farrell. They had done, if they had done you, and I would have been fine. Because I was imagining the same movie with, like, Jared Leto or uh, Casey Affleck yeah. as the wounded soldier. And, like, trying to pass off. Ugh, girl those are both pretty, really, pretty like, rough. gross options, no, too. Yeah. And I, I know, think but... That, <laughs> we're going to be really accent always kind of puts a man up, like, a couple levels, you know? Like, I'm The just... accent is kind of... It's it's interesting, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine Casey Affleck, like, with an Irish accent, trying to, trying to fuck, like, people. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, a Union soldier with a heavy Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. <and> like, <laughs> That'd be kind of hilarious, though. Yeah, exactly. I can't unsee him as, like, the Goodwill hunting character. Yeah. Um, but I really liked everyone. It's weird, always weird looking at Nicole Kidman's face. Yeah. What's going on uh, there? Yeah. Just what's going on there? The, I, this was like before she got super weird looking. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. Like I, she's definitely not ugly. This isn't me saying she's ugly. It's just like, doesn't really make sense. She kind of looks like a who. Yeah. Like, you know, from <laughs> Doctor from How the Grinch Stole That's per- yeah, it is, She looks like yeah. a who. She needs, she's one nose job away from being a who. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I, I had never seen her AMC ad before moving to California because, you know, it's all Marcus Theater. It's so funny. Around where y'all are. Oh, I, got, I love it. it. People applaud every single time yeah, I've it's seen funny. it at AMC. Yeah. Um, what more about The Beguiled? <laughs> where are you running <laughs> um, I, I don't know if, I haven't read any trivia for this, but um, something I noticed was... Um, 
I thought it was cool. One of I think Elle Fanning's character was like singing a song out on the balcony, and um, it it has the exact same melody as "Love Me Tender" by Elvis. But um, mm-hmm. I found out that the song "Love Me Tender" by Elvis is based off of this uh, Civil War song. Wow, that's a fine piece of Marian trivia. Ned. I didn't even I didn't even know that. So he stole from black culture <laughs> and, and Confederate culture. That is equal opportunity right there. Does that cancel out? <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> we do love a good plagiarist, you know? Love me tender. Love me sweet. It's, um, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a Union Army song. What about this movie with Austin Butler as the Union soldier, and he's still doing the Elvis? No. <laughs> oh God, he Aust- makes me uncomfortable, dude. Aust- yeah, he has a really weird presence about him. Yeah, it's because he can't stop talking like Elvis. No, I just mean like even like Whoa. when he was Elvis, I felt like yeah, that's he's perfect as Elvis because I really believe Austin Butler would try to get with a sixteen-year-old like Elvis did, you know. He has Bro, a weird energy about him. He's got he's got major lizard energy, dude. Yeah, like major. Bro's a lizard. He feels yeah. Lizard boy. AJ has no comment on this, considering um, right, he's right, right. current. Uh... No, honestly, not even just my LA bit. I I don't see that. I think he looks like a really. Guy. Nah, bro's a lizard. Yeah, I don't get lizard vibes from bro's him. Bro's a lizard. He looks like a he looks like a little like kid who's finally getting to live his Hollywood. This is dream. true. I do I do see that too. I I, I can recognize that. I just I think a I don't kid think who's successful egg, enough yeah. to be a lizard. I, I don't know. Dude, I think no, I think lizard people you have to have like a really high level of success. Like he's had one this his is role. True. He's pretty successful. Like, oh dude, Zoe one oh one, are you kidding me? Uh excuse me. <laughs> name name one other thing uh that he has starred in besides uh, I know you're gonna say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but yeah, that's that, not. He was like yeah. probably 16th yeah. build. I can't. No, like, this, is, this is the first breakout. Yeah, I think this is his uh, first he's, breakout. He's like, yeah, the most, I think this is a breakout. He's being talked about like a fuck ton. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's just off of one movie. Like you have to get to Will Smith level of rich before lizard, I really start yeah. throwing around. What about, like, I start throwing around the L. What about DiCaprio? You think he's a lizard? He feels like a lizard right now. Nah, you don't think so? Nah, I don't get lizard vibes from him. Uh, I do from the whole like I'm a whole, I'm a eco fucking you know I'm a like, advocate like a activist eco activist and then I have him. a private jet. I think that's just him. I'm gonna have to think about that. Dude, like that's that's some lizard the, behavior. It's like claiming to be an activist. I don't think he's a lizard, know. but I don't think he's like us. He's definitely not no. down to earth. Um, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, he's a star. Anyways, I thought... But usually my measure of if someone is a lizard is would they be able to guess within $5 the price of milk? Oh, like when you ever see that Bill Gates video, he's like, what's milk cost, like $41? <laughs> yeah, where they were like trying to show him, like, what do you think pizza rolls cost? And he's like, 20 bucks. <laughs> so... Yeah, you have to be so in your own bubble that you just don't consider the outside world. There, yeah. I I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like the uh, the surrounding circumstances of Austin Butler definitely make him less lizardy. But um, I'm just talking. I was just going from like a way of like how he like just looking at him, like how he carries himself and shit. I just get his eyes freak I, me I, out, dude. It, I'll be real. His yeah, eyes he kind of freak freaks me out. me out, dude. Like 
I don't know. His eyes, just something in his eyes. I'm like, I don't like that. Maybe he's just good at hiding his lizardness. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely, he has an intense look about yeah. him. Like, he's very pretty, but he also looks intense, yeah. which I was saying earlier sets you apart in Hollywood if you have an interesting face because so many people are just generically attractive. I will say it is badass that he went from playing Tex to being like a major upcoming sex symbol. Because mm-hmm. Tex was gross. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, he was like wiping his nose and shit. Well, he's like, I'm the devil. I'm gonna do, the I'm gonna do the, some devil shit. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah, I like that way better. I'm the devil liar. shit. I want to do some devil, devil shit. shit. <laughs> uh, Said to make it look witchy. <laughs> now, either you Dude, calling me a liar. I, I love that like, when we saw them in the, in, in the theater <laughs> together, together with that one girl, that, that one in the back seat during that like um, preamble to like the fucking house invasion. That one girl in the back seat. What'd she do? She was just incredibly annoying. You both audibly scoffed at it. You guys both like rolled your eyes. I was glad. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we just delve into our awful film scene screening? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, please. no. I do. Yeah, we should totally talk about that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, that was awful. unprofessional as fuck, dude. The most incompetent fucking projectionist I've ever seen in my life. And they've projected there before. So I don't understand what the fucking yeah. issue was. They not practice? Mm-mm. So I don't know. Let's go through specifically because like the rest of the audience wasn't yeah. there. So the thing is that the image was never formatted mm. right. It was always at an angle off. and like going yeah. off of the wall that it's supposed to be projected onto. Terrible um, cropping. Yeah. It also it. Yeah. Terrible cropping. It would like crop off their heads. And occasionally, and it would literally be fucking like vibrating. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that too. Yeah. Bro, whenever the dude was trying to fucking change the reels, he would shine his flashlight yeah. in the back and it would just go all over the fucking audience. So we were like, what the fuck? It's just like yeah. phone flashlight. I think that one was the worst yeah. aspect was him shining his light. Like, I could honestly ignore most of that. I'm like, oh, that's part of the experience that it looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should okay also, can, we, can we bleep out the name of the theater because i don't want i don't, don't want to like be openly talking shit about Dude, why do you, why who gives a fuck because i want them to do well if you bleep out if you want me to bleep out film scene then i gotta bleep out everything else yeah what do you mean i think boop looks like a lizard <laughs> Come, i don't want to insult my hollywood friends <laughs> bro that's not the same and you know it <laughs> come on no, I think they need to account for what they've done. How about from now on, we only say their name once, and from now on, we'll just call it the theater. The yeah. the- in a menacing voice. Back the at the theater. theater. Yeah, so the anyway, cinema where this happened. The theater. There was also at one point they had it like cropped too wide, where you could see the frame yeah. before and the frame after. Yeah. That was kind of neat. It was honestly. neat. I was, I was digging that. I would rather have that than have it be cropped too much. Or like, yeah. What about when Leo's face was just superimposed? Yeah. Oh my so god, that was so annoying. Yeah, so, so there was like a frame of like the wall painting in Leo's driveway from that movie, and it was just like a image of him like laid over like a fucking uh, watermark over the whole film for some. It didn't like turn off the the um, the light from the second projector, and it was just like laid over the thing the whole fucking time, and it was cracking us up <laughs> or how about the fact that they only had eight of the nine reels they played the last one digitally <laughs> honestly the digital looked so looked much like better that. oh that was the it other thing did so you mention that they, they like couldn't focus at all like the dude running the projector had could not focus the image it was so bad yeah, it was blurry as fuck
Yeah, so like all things considered, we probably should have asked for a refund. <laughs> like we are kind of bitches for not walking out and just being like, "Hey, fix this." Yeah, we really should have like, waited the projectiness at least. But oh yeah, wait. Yeah. And also, didn't they like, didn't like go out for like, like almost like five minutes while they were trying ninth, to like ninth do real. the real? Yeah, they a solid like five minutes. We're like, oh, yeah. it's over. Cool. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that was. And honestly, it probably would have been better if we just watched it at my house. Yeah. You know I got the blue. It's true, very true. I got the I blue. Do, I do love, like, the theaters, though, just for having that, like, nothing really is obscuring your view. Like, I don't know. It, it is nice, but... Well, not in that case, but, yeah. I like usually. the theater. But I also like it when the movie, like, plays, like, you know... I can, I can like, see, <laughs> like, I can see the yeah. facial expression <laughs> of the dude in the distance, you know? It's not just, like, blurred out because the <laughs> fucking projectionist didn't know how to, like... Literally, all you, ha you if you've used a camera before, you can fucking do it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. Back to the beguiled. Uh, <laughs> this might be a fun. This might be a fun topic starter. I don't know if it's maybe just my brain, but I I was coming up with names and I thought of instead of the beguiled, the begiggity, and then it made me think of oh, who would play who if Family yeah, Guy did a version of this? And I think that could be a fun thing we do with all the movies from now on. <laughs> That's just like, uh, what's the Family Guy question? The question? Yeah, who would play who? Who would be Colin, Colin Farrell? Obviously, that'd be Quagmire. That, that'd have to be Quagmire. Yeah, you're so right. Um, Should we give any discussion about whether Peter would be that? Peter's more of a... Nah, because nah, Quagmire's nah. horny. Yeah, Quagmire is the right fit, too, yeah. Because, like, the coloring... Yeah, he would bang all of them is yeah. the thing. He wouldn't worry about their hearts. He'd be like, come on, ladies, let's have a giggity. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Um, I can't do yeah, quiet, yeah. Giggity. No, I can't say it. That was loud. I can't, I can't do it. Giggity, giggity. That had way too much energy. Sorry, guys. No. Um, Freaking sweet. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not going to try. Peter, the whole uh, Obviously, here. like, would Lois be the Nicole Kidman role? That'd probably be the best, yeah. Yeah. Or her mom. We don't have a lot of options. There's not a lot of women characters. There's Bonnie. Bonnie. It, it works because Giggity. Uh, um, uh, sorry, Quagmire wants to fuck yeah. Lois. He wants to fuck everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean we have so the female characters we have is like Cleveland's wife. I can't remember her name. And there's like Bonnie. There's a uh, Jillian. She was Brian's girlfriend for a few. Jillian seasons. would definitely be Elfin. She could be Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten, I think Elfanning. Elfanning is way uh, more. Elfanning is supposed to be like. I know, but like, I just, yeah, that's probably true. That's for sure. And then the kids can be like, Stewie. yeah, and Brian, and Brian's Brian. a kid. Brian's is like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, in re in retrospect, I wish we could go back to old episodes and do this exact same question. <laughs> we can, yeah, this is a good. I mean, we can yeah. still do it. No, um, we we could just add that like for like Patreon for each episode. <laughs> we go, we back, go back just be like because this is going to I'm going to ask this regardless of whether we want I, I did, it or not like this there is one thing it's, I guess it's, it's not even trivia it's like but it's like you know who Lady Jane was the young blonde one she played both the piano and violin I'm like god you guys fucking everyone else here sucks she's like showing you all up yeah I know <laughs> yeah he wanted her the least um um the beguiled I'm going to read some more Marine trivia next because I actually found some juicy stuff that I thought, you know, it's not like that titillating, but it's more interesting than just like, yeah. it was shot on film. <laughs> yeah. Like this, for instance, interior scenes were filmed in the New Orleans home of actress Jennifer Coolidge. She said the cane used by Colin Farrell left dents all over her living room. No, that's too bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, who's, who's, who's this Miss Coolidge? Wow. 
Wow, she's she's the one that kind of talks like this. I don't know if the microphone's picking. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She sounds like, Owen, sound Wilson. like Owen Wilson. I just want a Golden Globe. Um, if Addie was here, they can do a better Jennifer Coolidge. Mine slips into Owen Wilson. She was in The White Lotus. She's Stifler's mom from American Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have okay. you watched The She does White sound Lotus? actually a lot like that. I watched season two of The White Lotus. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? I thought it was fine. Everyone's like... The White Lotus. I know. I didn't really get the hype around it. I didn't think it was Neither particularly like witty or clever. It was just like people cheating on each other. <laughs> it just looks like um, white chicks. It, it is kind of funny when people cheat on each other, though. You know, like when like yeah, they're like it wasn't like super interesting. Uh, and you know, it looks gorgeous. They're in Italy, so you oh, okay. know, yeah. does a lot of the heavy lifting there. But I like Jennifer Coolidge's story arc. Um. You find out I'm sp- uh, spoiler. I'm gonna spoil the season two of White Lotus, so skip ahead to. I'll put the time in right now. Uh, but anyway, so her plot is that she, her husband, leaves her. You guys know the basic premise of White Lotus. It's a series no, of like, fancy all. hotels. All right, so it's a series of fancy hotels and just like what goes on in them. Okay. Uh, so they're in a fancy hotel in uh, Italy. And Jennifer Coolidge is there with her husband. She's like a millionaire. She inherited it from her dad. Oh, and okay. Her husband's yeah. way younger than her, and then he leaves. He says he has to go in business. She's like, okay, wow, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and then these like uh, elderly gay, not elderly, but like in their fifties, gay men befriend her, and are like, oh, you are a wounded dove. You are uh, a queen. And then they start hanging out with her, like inviting her to their yacht. Uh, one of their nephews gets involved with her uh, assistant and then towards the end she finds out that these gays are they know her husband somehow and then she further finds out oh they're plotting to kill her for her money oh okay that's really interesting yeah i'm not gonna lie i was drifting off for a little bit there but (laughs) No offense. No, I think no it's interesting. Gaze yeah. and was like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you see, you, I was drifting before. I didn't even hear that. that he like did spark up right sentence. before that, yeah. Oh, I didn't. That was, <laughs> that was the start of the plot. <laughs> I did not even know. So there's some that. gay guys. Uh, you lost me. That's not what happened, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know he was talking about gays until the end of it. It's on record. Um, but yeah, that's season two of The White Lotus. And she won a Golden Globe for it, which is Hollywood's least prestigious honor. Nice. I think, honestly, having no awards is more of an honor than having a Golden Globe. Yeah, doesn't Christian Bale have, like, doesn't he doesn't have any Oscars, does he? He has uh, one. He does, okay. Yeah, he got Best Supporting for The Fighter. Yeah, that's, ugh. I mean, he deserves more, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I think that it kind of is, a, like, a testament to, like, some of the best actors don't have shit. I mean, he's been nominated a shitload of times, but yeah. every year it goes to, like, Leo and The Revenant. Do we think anyone from this movie deserved to be nominated for a special nah. award? Filmmaker no. or actor? No. I could see cinematography. Oh, be- oh, I thought you were talking about just the cast. Uh, yeah, cinematography was phenomenal. No, dude, you gotta... In- you gotta include crew. They're the talented ones. Yeah. They're the ones that actually, like, offer anything. <laughs> I-, I was gonna say that, um... I, I know like, it wasn't like a complex sound design, but I did appreciate the comments oh! in the backfire. That was pretty cool. That, I was going to talk about that too. Yeah. yeah. The sound was fire. Yeah, so best sound, cinematography. I think those are pretty exceptional. 
It, and, you know, probably best adapted screenplay, I'm assuming. I haven't read the book and probably never will. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, fucking, uh... Well, I'm not going to go into why, but I was watching this on my phone with... So I had my AirPods in. And, uh... The sound was, like, amazing. The whole, I just got, like, a really in-depth listen to it. It's, like, so many layers to the sound. It's, like, you hear, like, shit Dang. in the background, too. Like, crickets in the forest and shit. And, like, all this... It was just really nice. I gotta go back and watch it with, like, noise cancel. That's what I... Do it, dude. It's, it's 10 out of 10. I actually... I was doing... The, I, have, I have these JBLs I was using. It is, it is pretty nice to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, because I just, like, watched it on my TV in my bedroom, and it looked really nice, like, um, but I didn't get the full, like, immersive sound experience. Not. Yeah, I gotta well, go back. Dude, it was amazing, like, the, especially, like, when the characters were, like, further away from the camera, like, the camera's distance from the characters, like, the amount of difference and, like, how that sounds, but, and, and like, when it, the camera's in a close-up is pretty wild. I mean, I'm sure you could definitely hear that without yeah. headphones on, but... It was just like very I mean, yeah, specific. But I, I don't know. It was, it was very, very good. Or just like a good ass sound system. I'd love to get one of those. I mean, that's like, especially when you live in an apartment and you have neighbors, it's the best. I think the best option is mm -hmm. like just getting like nice set of headphones and like yeah. plugging in. Especially you can, if you have Bluetooth ones, that's fucking nice. It's being able to like get up every once in a while. I, I, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, obviously, I don't like walking around the screen, to. but like if I need to for a moment, like a moment at a time. You should get like an analog sound system for your record player. Yeah, for sure. Um, we still haven't set that up. We're in the process of that. We don't also don't have any records, so mm. we're not in a big hurry. Gotcha. Um, that'll probably be Adelaide's Valentine's Day present. Don't tell nope. them. I'm going to keep this in the po uh, podcast episode because there's Sealed. zero chance they're going to live. Oh, nice. <laughs> By the way, send me your address. I have to send you something. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll just put it in the chat right but, now. I, I'll just say it. One, two, three, four. Nah, it's, uh, I think you're going to like it a lot. It's, uh, oh, shucks. Nah, it's going to be, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like the dopest thing you've ever received. You'll see. Is it like, like a used condom? <laughs> Damn! It's like, it, yeah, he's going full of Jared Leto, sending me condoms and. No, it's not like a wild. It's I not like it. a wild, a wild gift or anything. It's just like it's just, uh, something specific. And when you see it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, dude, it's that thing." You'll see. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Oh no, Freeman is not this. All right, Gabe, I'm sending this yeah, message to you. I got you. But but relay it to Noah and please don't say it on okay, mic. It's nine two four five. Okay. I'm gonna DDoS you. I'm dropping your IP address. <laughs> I have snipers trained on your IP address yeah. right now. Yeah. You have the What the fuck did you say, you fucking shit? Okay, word. Let me take a picture of that. Uh Um I'm gonna do more Maria and Trivia Net. Uh the sponge scene. Uh, so yeah. sexual she's given in the sponge. Yeah, so the sponge scene with Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell required several takes as the afternoon light affected the cinematography. By the end, uh, by the time the scene wrapped, Nick Kidman had sponged Farrell for almost two hours. Oh, that actually, that would suck, I feel like. Yeah, I bet he was hella yeah. clammy. God. That was a good, like, that was a good scene. Like, how it was, like, such a subtle mm -hmm. relaying of, like, sensuality. Mm-hmm. 
I thought that was sick. Yeah, literally just like slightly lifting the blanket. Although I gotta say, I was a little disappointed. Thought we were gonna see peen. <laughs> Colin Farrell yeah. peen. You really want to see that? Because I saw the thing said rated R for some sexuality. So I was like, oh, um, are we gonna see at the very least a buttocks? Nah, but nothing. Sophia. The, the, yeah, the raunchiest ah. thing you saw was some shoulders and some thigh. Serious, serious question. Is this novel like erotica or is? Yeah, this is probably just a romance novel. Honestly, because it seems like it's just like a. So like a lot of those romance novels are very erotic in nature because like writing something down is not terribly offensive and like most like censors don't give a fuck about what's written in books anymore. So it's really easy to like have some romantic like raunchy shit. I mean, the plot of that shit was like very much like like book porn. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's definitely like porn for women. I feel like too because it's like way more like subtle, you know. Yeah, like it was just looks of longing. Yeah. Like that's the sexiest thing is that they look long. Yeah, I, I, and I'm just like picturing like how it would read, you know, like the the sponge scene. Mm-hmm. She's like, she rubs the sponge as it drips down the side of his body. And then she lifts up his towel to wash where his undergarments go. His penis. As his, as his <laughs> shaft reveals itself, aching. And, you know what I mean? It's just like Bul- his, bulging his throbbing bulge. His throbbing member. <laughs> Dude, all of our female audience listeners are getting like fucking nipped, like rock, rock hard nips right now. <laughs> I don't know if we could say yeah, that. Yeah, this is a podcast... This is a podcast that you listen to to either fall asleep or get. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude, our, our podcast is so sexy. We cater to two people, Coomers and then... Hey, baby. <laughs> You're all in need, baby. I love you. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this time, make the poll on the Spotify say, who has the sexiest voice? Sexy. Who indeed? <laughs> Who's got the... <laughs> Mm. what's up honey i'm campaigning myself to uh vote vote for me here's kind of a funny piece of trivia sophia coppola suggested that kirsten dunst lose weight for her part dunst refused citing her disdain for workouts what i'm sorry what a lazy nah nah fair i don't give a fuck no that's fucking lazy you think you think think there were like a bunch of skinny like really fit women in 1860 no No, i know that's that's the most accurate thing that they've done in that whole movie yes she also went through an intense diet for her previous film woodshock yeah i mean it was i don't know i get it It she didn't look she looked like i don't know it was definitely unnecessary but like I don't mm-hmm. know. Saying you hate I mean, workouts is kind of just like lame. I mean that that's kind of lame, but like I get like being like, nah. I'm... That's an excuse I would use, honestly. <laughs> like you're booking me as is. Yeah, you show up to like I I I, like, I I do really hope the next Superman's fat. That'd be kind of fun. Like 1950s. Dude, I want him yeah. to be fat. I want to not like fat, but like you just know, like, look like Rick, a corn yeah. fed like a regular guy, pretty much. Yeah. I just want him to be a big chunk. No, I want I want like a big Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah. Tr- like, why does he need to be muscular? It's he didn't get yeah. his powers from lifting weights. Like, yeah. he's just an alien. Plus, technically, if the if like the gravity is like so much lighter than his home planet, he wouldn't be getting very much exercise. Yeah, he wouldn't be physically stimulated at all. Yeah, unless like just like Kryptonians yeah. are jacked too for no reason. Like, I miss when Superman was played by just, like, a dude Spandex. in a tight onesie. <laughs> then again, he... Like, George yeah. Reeve. Then again, he can also, like, 
shoot lasers from his eyes and like do all kinds of other crazy shit. So I guess him being jacked isn't that far off. Now most does flying around the world burn calories? That's the question. Yeah, does levitating? Well, he he'd just be skinny though. He wouldn't be jacked. Yeah, that doesn't. How can he fly? You know, that doesn't make like. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times, though, that he lifts up falling buildings or planes, like, that's got to be at least a little bit of a workout, <laughs> even if he is an alien from... Yeah, but how much time does he spend doing that versus... Yeah. Also, I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not important. <laughs> I mean... But, like... I, I think you care. I think you care a little I, bit. No, no, I'm, I'm just... It's, like, both. It's, like, a fun argument. But I'm also just, like, why I'm all, are we talking I'm, about I'm all for, right? I'm all for yeah. pointless arguments, yeah. Dude, you know who I want to go in on real quick? Um, it's fucking Ridley Scott. Go no, off, King. What you got against dude, him? Dude, everything anymore has been like a slight cameo to like what is God and what is humanity. Like he did this, he did it in fucking Prometheus. He did it in fucking Alien Covenant. He oh, did yeah. it. He did it in um fucking Blade Runner. Or did he have any part in writing Blade Runner twenty forty eight? Uh, because there's that playing God thing that that fucking uh. Jared I, I, I don't know, I but hated. that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna like shit on that then, but I just he's constantly positing positing the question like what is God and who who is God and I, I I'm I'm very like he's just God is a man with a white beard who lives in the clouds like not yeah hard, really. exactly I exactly no, that. it's just God it, first it's just he should focus on yeah. instead of like trying to put like he focuses so heavily on his subliminal messages he forgets to put a fucking nice story with it like Alien Covenant was fucking piss it was dog ass I like. Th- where does House of Gucci fit into that? <laughs> uh, pretty mid. It's just like, I don't know. Dude, the original Aliens fucks. I think Lady Gaga's got a god complex. Yeah, she, well, those newer aliens are ass, but like the old Alien, that movie slaps, dude. That's, thing good, is, that's a good movie. He, he, the first one he... Aliens the first one was great. co-written with him, though. So I don't, it was, it's not like his brainchild, necessarily. And a lot of the art is like due to the artists that like design the Alien. I don't know. I think he's. I think. He, I think he's also, always. Overrated. I mean, and I guess to add on to your point, the what is God thing in space really started with two thousand one. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even think that's about God though. I think that's just yeah, a higher is. life. Like the whole fucking the implication is that that monolith raised our consciousness. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily equate to God. I mean, that's I don't know. what what else would God be? In I that mean, situation. So when. Um, I just I literally watched this yesterday. We don't I, I, I don't know. We don't have to get into it. It's about the beguiled. <laughs> it's about the beguiled. The beguiled. Yeah. Let's do some more Marian trivia net. Uh, let's get back on on track. Yeah. So there was a character in the book named Hallie, and she was a slave and the only person of color in the novel, and she was cut from the movie. Sophia Coppola explained mm. uh, that she felt slavery was such an important topic and she didn't want to treat it lightly. She felt she should focus on these women who are so cut off from the world. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to make a movie with slaves in it, but I'll also make a movie about people who are on the side of keeping slavery intact. <laughs> yeah, also it's kind of weird that like you're like I think I don't think I can handle. Uh, I mean I get it. Maybe like she really didn't think she could handle the subject of slavery and how to like do it meaningfully. But also like you're taking work away from black I'm people. I'm glad Sophia you know? Coppola did not touch the topic of slavery. I will say that overall, I don't know if she's the filmmaker. Yeah, no, for sure. She might be one of the filmmakers yeah. most suited for that next to like Wes Anderson. But 
Imagine no. if Wes Anderson made 12 Years a Slave. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, having the backdrop, so, like, already already having the backdrop of, like, a like a horny, like, romance movie during the Civil War is kind of already, like, oh, that's fucking weird. But having it with the backdrop of of slaves is really odd, too. I mean, literally, Gabe, what you're describing is Gone with the Wind. I know, I know, but, like, do you think they handled it well? I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't seen it either. So I'm hella boring. Long yeah. as hell. It's my mom's favorite movie, so uh, I guess I have to like it. Um... <laughs> Apparently it's good, but I haven't. I don't know. I'll so watch it one of these days. Yeah, it's like four hours long. Is it? Fuck. Yeah, it's on. It, I remember my mom had the VHS, and it was the, one of those two separate uh, tapes kind of movies. I'll just have to do it. I'll do it if there's like a screening of it at New Beverly sometime. I think there literally yeah. was like <laughs> a week ago. No, but uh, if that's a four hours, that's a four hour chunk of you out of your day. Yeah, that's a big chunk. To be honest, I'd rather watch that like in my own house so I can pause it and go do something else for a little bit. That might be a two viewing kind of movie. Yeah, four hours. Fuck. That is really fucking long. Like three hours is a good test of somebody, but like four. Yeah. I'll do a three-hour. Like, I saw um, the uh, director's cut of Apocalypse Now at the new Bev, and that was long as fuck. It was almost four hours. Yeah. But that was also Apocalypse Now, so, like, it was it was fucking awesome, what's by the, the way. What scenes are cut from the theatrical? Like, or, uh, that's so there's, like, a whole thing with the, yeah, the, the whole, French... Yeah, the French colony in the... Okay. In, yeah. Vietnam. It's, uh... It doesn't add a lot, but, yeah... It's yeah. There's a reason they yeah. cut it. Also, uh, Virgin Suicides is playing at New Beverly on the 27th. So if you're listening to this, you should. And you're also in Los Angeles, which I don't know if we have any. <laughs> but if you're there, uh, we, we have Los Angeles listeners. Oh shit! Uh, hey, yeah. So Virgin Suicides also Enter the Void is playing at New Beverly. Oh. Oh shit, The Long Goodbye. Oh fuck, ah damn it. The Long Goodbye with Elliot Gould in person is sold out. Y'all, that if I ever get an AJ's choice, we're doing The Long Goodbye. That movie's so fucking good. Okay. I mean, you can just, yeah, we can just schedule like You're kind of doing the schedule, you can just be like AJ's choice. Dude, fucking Enter the Void in a movie theater on film would hit so hard. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, That's a some cool other one. cool ones. That are coming at the new Bev. Uh, Django Unchained is playing. Uh, Spartacus, Gummo. This is sponsored by New Bev now. They're playing Gummo? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so that's for the month of January. I will take that check now, Mr. Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool that he owns a movie theater and just like programs his own shit. Yeah. Like that's what wait, we want too. Wait, is is he the one that's like, like like um, basically like putting all the films in? Like, is it all his decision? I'm sure he has like a board yeah. of people. But okay. Yeah. Fucking um. Curtailing it is that the word? He has like know. a whole team running that place, but it would be. We, we yeah let's let's get him on the podcast. Yeah. It says on their website that he does the vast majority of the monthly programming. Okay. Yeah. He, I, dude, I would kill to get Tarantino on the podcast, and he just goes on podcasts he likes. So, we gotta get if him anyone listening. Is in the radar. Tell him that the stupid babies want him to come aboard. 
I would literally, I will quit whatever uh, miniseries we're doing. To yeah. Talk about whatever movie. Yeah. He wants. Uh, yeah. I would say, dude. I, I mean, <laughs> this might be the this, <laughs> on the rocks. Like, oh, you know, you can just do that. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like on the rocks. I had a dream that we just completely abandoned the premise of the show and just started talking about like stuff we liked. Like we just recommended a movie each week, and then yeah. we just had to talk about it. I like that. That could be fun. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. It's all Goob's choice. No, oh, that'd be a, that'd be a bad pick, honestly. I have some dirt. Like, I love like Spaceship Trooper. Starship Trooper. Starship. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Wow. Starship Troopers. I do love that movie, though. So you're not you're not trying to do the director thing anymore? No, I am. No, I am. I, oh. This was just a dream I had. Oh. This is a good model. But again, if I ever get bored of it, I'll float the idea. Or if you guys get bored of it, we can have a discussion. But I'm just. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. Sophia. I'll be real. I'm just bored of Sophia. I'm looking for some like. More high peaks. Well, we again. got Zack Snyder coming up, dude. Yeah, you got Zack. That's gonna be such a tone shift. I'm so excited for. <laughs> but at the same time, we gotta we gotta deal with Zack Snyder yeah. for like two months straight. Yeah, I mean, how long have we been dealing with Sophia though? Two months. Yeah, same shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm getting tired of Sophia too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the end, we're just so nutty. We're like, bye. Glad to. The <laughs> thing is with Sophia, it's like on the rocks. I like on the rocks, but it's not like worth spending like two months you know building towards me yeah 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 it is kind of like if that makes sense we (laughs) should have saved it for when she makes her priscilla movie because she's making a movie about priscilla presley really yeah we can always always just do like the um if if any film director makes movies in like the most intermediate time that we've already covered we we can be like yeah we can just add on to it later yeah patreon baby yeah Apparently, this is a remake. The Beguiled is a remake of an earlier movie starring Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Oh, was it a romance? I saw well? that, yeah. 1971. It's got Clint Eastwood, Geraldine Page, Elizabeth Hartman. Uh, a bunch of names I don't recognize. Oh, they include they included the, the slave slaves. character yeah. in their version. I'm sure they did. Yeah, that was probably a little less of a thing for them they don't think they cared if they did it justice yeah true they would <laughs> oh oh my god i'm in reception on that page we're circling back to quentin tarantino what? later wrote the movie was the closest seagull ever came to making an art film and truth be told and truth be told as as good as it is i'm not gonna do <laughs> as its director he's miscast Ooh. While the offbeat film is ultimately successful, it does bring out Siegel's worst stylistic impulses. His fondness of Freudian imagery, his literalness in a tale that screams for ambiguity, a dream sequence in the middle, and makes explicit everything that had only been suggested. However, mm-hmm. once Siegel settles down and focuses on Eastwood, the film comes alive. I'm going to spin that into another piece of Marian trivia net, because Quentin Tarantino's got something to say about this movie, too. This, like, hmm. this... Beguiled? The the new Beguiled. Is the he a fan? Guiled. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a Sophia movie, so you know he's Yeah, that's true. Simply fun. <laughs> In his appreciation of the film, Quentin Tarantino hosted double feature of this film and the previous adaptation at the New Beverly Cinema with Sophia Coppola in attendance. That's it's cool. all it's all it's all rhymes. We're not off topic, we're yeah. building. <laughs> Damn. No, um, yeah, we. Yeah. Who do you think broke up with who on that one? Do you think I she think ended it with she him? She definitely ended it with him. Yeah. There's I don't like know, no I think other Quentin way. looked at his options and was like, "I could probably do better." <laughs> that yeah. sounded more like Woody Allen. But I was gonna say that was a bit like Woody. Yeah, I guess. 
I got gas, you know. And I, and I, I, I can do better. I, yeah. Okay. The thing with Woody Allen is even disregarding the like allegations, he did openly marry his adopted daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like right after too. Like that's weird. Like he like moved out alone. of the country. He no, he moved out of the country after the allegations, and then married his like the adopted daughter. Like how yeah. how is that how is that not a tacit like I totally did that. No. Yeah. He totally yeah. did it. Even if he didn't, even if he didn't do it, it's weird as fuck. Yeah. If he's he an innocent man, he's still daughter. guilty of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like. That's fucking crazy. I can't believe he's still making. That's wild. I, I totally believe it, dude. Yeah. Fucking... Does he make movies anymore? Yeah, he just made one, I think. He was. Uh, Festival. Well, he said he quit, right? But I read something recently that he was like, no, nah, I just can't quit. And he's like back now. <laughs> it's like Woody we definitely can <laughs> yeah you quit while you're ahead bro movies. Yeah. Jesus yeah so we've hit all of our favorite talking points Quentin Tarantino Woody Allen we barely talked about the movie yeah. um, I mean it's good really, you know yeah it was really good was I really good, yeah. enjoyed it. it it also like AJ mentioned already but the pacing was perfect I think if Sophia that can like she like finally found her rhythm as far as pacing Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one it made sense why it's so slow and, and quiet. Like it fit there and was interesting because there was a lot more to take in than just like a hotel in Los Angeles. I'm not you know, adding any movie, but <laughs> whatever, dude. Fucking uh, nothing in particular, you know. On a side note or whatever, just different part of the movie. But Kirsten Dunst was like, it's just really good. She, uh, her, the way she did her character. I don't know, it felt different than she she's acted other roles before. Like it didn't feel like it was Kirsten Dunst playing this character, like Kirsten yeah. Dunst playing Mary Jane. Yeah. She felt like a whole different uh character, like a whole different archetype. Yeah, she she, she seemed a lot more exposed as a character. Like you you didn't you didn't see Kirsten Dunst bleed through much as much as the character. Yeah, like Yeah, yeah, I she know. I don't know, she became someone else. Yeah. And I know that's not like a super, you know, whatever like Oscary role or whatever but i think it's nice, i think it's she, nice i think see. she did a she gave a very intricate nuanced yeah. layered performance she did a good job she's asleep also, she's got the sleepers one board. of the like benefits of watching all these sofia coppola movies back to back is that we've seen her go from virgin suicides to now mm-hmm. the beguiled and like everything yeah. in between go from virgin suicides marie antoinette the beguiled yeah. To show her progression from like a teenager who can't listen to her kiss records to a young woman smitten by a Union soldier. That's true. Yeah, we low key did uh, do a Kirsten Dunst study. Yeah, a little bit yeah. of an Elle Fanning study too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, Elle Fanning getting like much more mature. Mm. Yeah, that was also kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How? But what's you- their age gap? Oh. I'm gonna cancel Sophia. <laughs> I want to put like a, like a easy 18 years. Dude, people on Twitter are so funny about age gaps. It's always like he was 40 and dating a 35 year old. Yeah, hey, you Twitter. know, I, I feel like the half your age plus seven thing is generally a good rule. I know that's such like you know run of the mill stereotypical advice, but I don't know. I feel like that's that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. I mean, up to a certain, you know, one if you're like 21, probably shouldn't hook up with anyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, no, you're definitely right. Um, but once you, I honestly feel like once you get above like 25 or 26, dude, whatever, I, I, you your brain is fully formed. 
you yeah. are you have been a legal adult for seven years yeah like yeah, yeah you know if you date an 80 year old it's still weird but I don't yeah think it's like immoral well like, it, like the thing is it's, it might be fucked up just conceptually but like yeah i mean oh yeah no there's like, very what, few instances uh, where uh, uh, someone that age could date someone that old and have it not be for ulterior motives oh yeah <laughs> no, no no but like also like i don't know like she's do, do you feel like at 22 it's like you're kind of on your own you know like you're, you're you're gonna need to start making some decisions for yourself like yeah. where's it where's like i'm not i'm not i know 25 is where everyone's fully developed but i don't know yeah yeah i think that's honestly like 25 you if you are not an adult and cannot decipher whether you you're should date a 70 year old yeah <laughs> Or like a forty-year-old, even there is kind of like I don't know. So someone's yeah. gonna clip this in like ten years from now when that's no longer the the standard. Thing to it's say. gonna be like thirty before you date. Destroy my run for office. <laughs> I don't know, man. That one dude, that Gates guy, can still get in, and he's just texting seventeen-year-olds. Bill Gates? Are you talking about? No, Bill no, no, Gates? no, no. Like that one uh, Republican guy. Oh, Matt Gates. Yeah, Matt Gates. Thank you. He wasn't just texting them. He yeah, was, he was transporting them across yeah. state lines. Yeah, I know. So, like, dude, <laughs> dude, like, I, I don't, I don't well, think they. What's the to... difference? You know? <laughs> yeah. He committed an actual felony. Like, he's not just texting. He's not just Snapchatting. He's yeah. He's not, he's no, not, going, he's not going. Hey, how was your day? Smiley face. He's going the whole. <laughs> no, but like the thing is, even that would be like too far. No, that, that is that. Yeah. No, it is too far. That is weird. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, once you're over the line, like, it doesn't matter by a foot or by, like, 20 feet, you know? Yeah. Wow, we've covered all kinds of topics today. <laughs> We're so woke and uh, interesting. No, our Down podcast is funny and it's important and relevant. It's funny and informative. <laughs> That's funny. I've gotten that compliment before on this, which is funny. People... Yeah, you're going to laugh, but you're also going to learn. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a good a... combo. That's how I'm going to describe it if anyone asks. Oh, the podcast fuck. oh my god. You have to say it like that too. You're going to laugh <laughs> and you're going to learn. <laughs> that scene where he freaks out is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to posit this question. Do you think he was justified in freaking the fuck out? Yeah, they cut his leg Yeah, off. right? Like that after like, pushing him down the stairs. Yeah. She did push him down the stairs. Dude, they also like he, here's the thing I think I've and I think this this movie might be more insightful than we give it credit for. Like it it is for real. You can only have one. Like you can't be hitting on a group of friends, you know? You got to pick one friend, you got to pick one person in the household, and that's it. You fuck around, you're, there's going to be problems. Yeah. You could, like in a friend group, you can only pick one friend. If you try hitting on her other friends, you're fucked. But Colin Farrell's just like I'm gonna shoot my shot, whatever. Yeah, he shot a shot with everyone. He's, he's like I could he, get I could I could go to prison or no, actually no, he did not play his cards right. No, he was, he was trying not to go to prison. Yeah, dude, L. Fanning would have been maybe third choice for who I'd pick if I was Colin Farrell. Yeah, obviously you go with the head of the household. Dumbass. Like Kirsten's so cute in this. She's so cute. She's so cute, but you gotta fuck the the one in charge. Yeah. Oh no, Nicole Kidman, I bet would be fun, but no, I'm just saying. No, though, no, like, I mean like, like in terms, in t- yeah, yeah, practically, logistically, like if you want to get not get kicked out of the house, you fuck the one in charge. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know, one and two, they're pretty interchangeable. I'd be fine, Nicole than Kirsten, but yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I, I would rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is such a jabroni conversation. I would rather Kirsten <laughs> for sure. No, just like. But but if if we're if we're talking strategy, strategy Nicole Kidman. No, you start with Nicole Kidman, then you leave with Kristen. Yeah. We're we're covering a female director and talking about which characters we want to fuck. <laughs> Dude, no, she she just made the horniest movie ever. What do you mean? This is this is 
No, the movie had the movie had an effect on us. Yeah, like it would have been weirder if we were doing this first. Uh, like uh, I almost said, Spring Breakers for the bling ring. <laughs> that would be that'd weird. be weird. Yeah, this like this, the beguiled. You yeah. know, there's a reason why we're all horned up talking about it. Plus, we're yeah. talking from the perspective Dude. of Colin Fer- Farrell's character. Yeah. yeah, we're jumping into a character's shoes. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're not just talk. We're not just like listing <laughs> yeah. off characters. It's like, oh yeah, I'd fuck her. No. And he and uh, uh, we're gonna have to be honest here. He really did it to himself, losing his leg. Like all he had to do, he did is, do it like, to himself. He really just had mm-hmm. to like not try to fuck. Bro, open Pandora's box. Yeah, you shouldn't have opened the box. Uh, did Colin Farrell look better with the beard or without? I think he's handsome enough to where he can look good without. He's like exceptionally like good looking guy. So, yeah, like, I don't know. That dude's handsome as hell. Yeah, I know. It's he looks good regardless, but I think yeah. he, he needed. With the sideburns he had, he needed the beard. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, he's so he's like a good like. It didn't hinder him though, you know. Like the sideburns on mm. anybody fucks you up. He did well, fine. He's just like an exceptional looking man. Yeah, like I, I thought he looked really good with like the five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a bad Colin. Oh, I have one bad Colin Farrell look <laughs> on deck. Yeah, I'm gonna make it my zoom back. I think I, I th- dude. I, I think already I know exactly, which, I know what, you're exactly doing, yeah. what this is. Oh wait, no, I have an even better one. Have you? Mm, is it the, is it the it. lobster? No, not the lobster. He, I, I think he looks a little snackish in that. Nah. nah. He's just got a mustache and dresses like a dork. Yeah, you could. He's still. Could he's pretty chubby. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like he's still Colin he's Farrell. He would just look like a guy. Yeah. Like you can be chubby. Like look at fuck. Like remember how like up until like he was almost like. 50 fucking um, Marlon Brando even though he's fat at that point we're still killing it he's he, I don't know fine. if Marlon Brando is the the one we should go to for in terms of <laughs> no uh, representation no that's very true yeah but okay. oof how about this oh nice call this, look, this is infinitely worse than the lobster yeah. lobster he looks like just a dad he looks like a skinhead yeah that's he, crazy yeah this is him from the daredevil with Ben Affleck yeah I've never seen that. That's wild. Neither have I, but apparently he's a lot of fun in it. I have seen this one. This is on the fucking um, this is on TV a lot when you were growing up. It was that on the Criterion so channel. Wrong, dude. No, no, not, not Criterion. No, it was like a fucking, I don't know. There was a movie channel when I was a kid. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't a good one. They they played like a fucking league for extraordinary gentlemen. It was trash. Hmm. It was like sci-fi or something. Probably yeah. Sci-fi was a good one, dude. Seafy. Seafy, yeah. Fucking all kinds of like uh, fucking alien abduction movies on TV. Great, yeah, we need one of those. Was sci-fi Sharknado? Were they the ones that did they that? They did. They did do that. That was fucking shameless. No, they just screened it. They didn't produce it. I don't think. I remember watching Men in Black on Sci-Fi for the first time. I was a Shark Week guy. I like Shark Week. That was pretty cool. Any any nature show, honestly. Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel. I loved like when I was a kid. Yeah. Spike was kind of clutch with Spike uh, like really bro movies. It like was old eighties action. It it would show uh, Indiana Jones all the time. Yeah. Okay. So if, just, yeah, this isn't like a movie channel, but it's a, a TV channel. I'm just thinking about TV channels now. I'm getting nostalgic. But Nicktoons slapped. That mm-hmm. was a great TV channel, dude. Cartoon Network yeah. obviously yeah. smacked. Um. Yeah, I used to have all the, like, uh, channels memorized for kids when I had Dish when I was, like, six. Di- uh, Nickelodeon was one, it was 170. 
and a Nickelodeon, but a little later was one seven one. Yeah, why, but they yeah, had yeah, two, yeah. yeah, they had the two have, channels. Yeah, that was so, so strange. I, I, when I was a kid, I had media. Well, like you know, I don't want to like dox. I, yeah, I won't dox myself. It's Midwest. Yeah, I had MediaCom and uh, Cartoon Network was fifty seven, I think, or fifty six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember the numbers at all. I'm really good with numbers and sequences. I'm not. Hence why I think I'm kind of, you know. Once we shifted to DirecTV, <laughs> I lost track of what they were. Because I also wasn't watching as much. Yeah. Like, just basic television at that point. I can't remember the last time I watched just... TV? Uh, TV. Dude, I, I get so mad at my grandpa because I'm always trying to get him to switch off a cable. He just won't do it. I'm yeah, like, Grandpa, old, please, let me help you. Old folks please. are stuck in that shit. I got some family members who are just... No Netflix, no nothing. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're just, you're killing me. My grandpa still has his home line, you know, the, the landline. I'm like, grandpa, you have a cell phone. I could get into people uh, being anti-streaming if they are also a physical media king. Like, if yeah. they're like, no, nah, dude, I got every Blu-ray. Yeah. That's fair. That's but, fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not even that. It's just like, they just, they'll watch like the, those channels where they like sell you rings, you know? Mm-hmm. It's oh, you like, mean daytime tele- television kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking garbage. No, They're not- the ones that are, like, keeping the Roseanne reboot going. <laughs> I wouldn't be... I would. I no. genuinely would yeah. not be surprised if those kinds of TV channels were contributing to, like, Dude, Alzheimer's. I also think that, like, daytime, like, news is brain damaging. I think every news channel is a fucking travesty. It's not about, like, news or journalism. It's just punditry. And it's like, you guys are just listening to opinions. You're not listening to news. Like, there are events that are happening, and then they're giving you an opinion. They're not telling you what's happening. It's like a... It's like a pacifier. It, it, it's news with a pacifier. It kind of yeah. is, yeah. And I'm not a fucking journalist. I mean, this isn't even my thing. It definitely like, attributes to, like, people, their opinion on cops, because every goddamn show on just regular TV is like CSI, Ohio, FBI, Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all like people that are, it, all the villains are like really obvious villains. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a pedophile, I snatch kids off the street. Huh? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a black drug salesman and you're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, there you go. it is really interesting if you think about it, like how, how much of like entertainment has been intentionally pro-cop even when a lot of people fucking hate cops. That's not surprising at all, man. No, yeah. and also I think we like we get lost in the fact that like our generation hates cops. No, most generations love cops. They're not like they're not like really in trouble. Like most people like cops. Like, I mean, most, I, I, most conservative I think, I think like Midwesterners. Yeah, I, I think if we're talking like white people, like older white people, then yeah. But like everyone I, else, yeah. I I think class has a lot to do with it too. I do. I, I mean, I think upper class people like cops. They like the rule of law. It's good for the economy. They, they might not say it, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like one of those we're so divided now that you're either pro-cop or... Anti-cop, uh, yeah. And, and like, <laughs> blowing up buildings. Yeah. In, in their view. I'm not saying this is... That's not what you... What, what I see. The, the opinions expressed in this do not uh, reflect the opinions of the Stupid Movie Podcast for Babies. Um... We're firmly we, apolitical. We firmly are against yeah. <laughs> calling in bomb threats and the process of making homemade explosives. We don't like that. We're a centrist movie podcast. Exactly. The, uh, also fuck cops. Yeah. We're, we're the least specific political position that you could take. Yeah. We don't believe anything honestly, super strongly. Honestly, I hate politics. Honestly, no, you can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I do. Yeah. I get my news from the Daily Show. <laughs> I get I get my news from John from from John Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate lib right here. I get my news from Weekend Update. No, actually, I get my news from Associated Press. Thank you very much. I get my news from The Onion. I get my news from New York Post. It's like <laughs> The Onion, but they try. <laughs> uh, I get my uh, I get my I get my news from political streamers on Twitch. I watch Fox News. It's pretty objective. I get my news from going out in the real world and just living my life. Yeah. Have you ever seen that Bob Dylan interview where he's talking to someone from Time Magazine? No. And he's just, like, berating him. It's so funny. The dude is just asking him the most basic questions, and Bob just is being a dick for no reason. He's like, uh, he'll, like, ask him a question, and then he goes, Man, nobody reads the Times. You want the news? Go go fight a, a, a vagabond puking in the street. That's news, man. You know, I read Times when I'm on the airplane, but it's not real news. Not your dog-ass journalism. Yeah, and then the guy's like, uh, do you see yourself as being, like, a contemporary... Or he says... Uh, the guy says, uh, so how do you get your inspiration for your songs? And then Bob Dylan just goes, how could you ask me a question like that? You ever ask the Beatles how they think of their songs? I just think of them, man. I'm going to be playing tomorrow night, and you're going to be there. And you're not going to hear all the words right, because I'm going to be singing loud. (laughs) What? (laughs) Dude, I Uh, I feel like... Bob Dylan is like Quentin Tarantino, but music. Bob Dylan is like Quentin Tarantino, but music. That is so on the note. That might be the smartest thing we've ever said in this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to double that, because <laughs> that's so fucking true. Thanks, man. <laughs> he's like he's like music Tarantino with sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, he was a prophet. Um... Have you listened to his Nobel acceptance speech? It's no. so funny. W- w- no. He just talks about books that he liked. Like, he's like, and Moby Dick, that's a classic. It's about a whale. What if he, what if he like, on his recommendation, he just had, like, Harry Potter, the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter, the Goblet of Fire. And I'm the beguiled. kind of the Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a Hufflepuff for sure. I'm a Sagittarius in a Hufflepuff. <laughs> is he a Sagittarius? I don't fucking know. It's all made up. I don't know what any of these stars shit mean. It's all like yeah. very generic stuff. It's like you are active and love staying home. Dude. You love being the center of attention, but also just taking a seat on the couch. It's like okay, yeah. that's literally that's just that's everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Also, like I, I love when there's like, it's, well, I'm being a bitch because my moon's in Sagittarius. It's like, I love, like, no personal accountability. That's one of my favorite characteristics in somebody. It's when they yeah. use mm-hmm. something as an excuse for their shitty behavior. One of my favorite bits to do, though, is uh, when people say, like, oh, I'm a Leo. I just go, oh, you would be. Yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Drives them crazy. Or I go, oh, that explains it. Yeah. Oh, you're, <laughs> oh, no, you're such you a Sagittarius. Yeah. You're such a Sagittarius, yeah. Yeah. No, I never guess there is. I wait till they say it. Then I'm just like, oh, yeah, that explains it. Well, I mean, you didn't even have to tell me that. Like, I knew the whole time. You know? one, of my, one, yeah. of my, one of my favorite, like, like little, like, seven like second clips on the internet is, like, a guy who's, like, who a bunch of girls ask him to sign. He's like, I'm a Leo. And they're like, oh, that makes so much sense. He's like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I was lying. I'm actually a Capricorn. And they're like, oh, well, that explains a <laughs> yeah, lie. No, that's, that's yeah, that's funny. I've, I've, I had a conversation with a girl recently. And she was like, she did that exact same thing. Yeah. She was, I was like, 
we were guessing each other's like signs, signs or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, that makes sense. I was like, No, that's not what it is. She tried to guess like almost she guessed like nine times what it was. <laughs> and I was like I was like, mm. What do you what do you think I am? She's like, You're a Capcorn. No, you're a Pisces. I was like, No, you're a this, you're a that, you're a this. And I was like, how many left are there left? I'm an Aquarius. Like, you think you can define me? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking I was like, yeah, she's trying to put me in a box. I like, fucking hate that so much. Ugh. Yeah, no, the stars look at me and say, oh, I'm an AJ. <laughs> oh, also, next episode, we're going to end it by doing our rankings of Sofia Coppola, so get your lists ready, boys. I think I think you're going to put this one in the top the top three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, top I mean, number one's kind of an easy pick, but... Uh. Yeah, number one's easy. Never know. <laughs> I, I think it is. Could, yeah, I think if you could go back to just my general enthusiasm over the episodes, you can probably pinpoint which ones are going to be towards the top and yeah. which ones are going to be dead last. You didn't have to emphasize dead last. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm, yeah, I mean, if you put if, it if below, being honest, if you, bro, if you put that below a very Murray Christmas. Don't, don't like get disappointed. I mean, <laughs> don't take it personal, you know, simp. It's not even simping. That's just my, ge- that's just my genuine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, again, uh, I feel like Sofia Coppola, there's going to be like three movies where I'm like, these are interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys want to <laughs> wrap it up? Yeah. I really want to eat some food. Yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah. Um, so what are our final thoughts? Gabe, go first. Um, it was a good film. It was enjoyable. Um, it, it, like, it didn't overstay its welcome either, which is very nice. Sound design was very good. Um, visually very stunning. And, um... She leaned into the horny. She just got full blown horny with this one, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Which one did were we saying wasn't horny enough? Uh, that was um, Marie Antoinette. You know, Marie Antoinette. I thought somewhere Marie Antoinette were both not yeah. horny enough. Yeah, yeah. I think I was talking about Marie Antoinette. If you look at Sofia Coppola's movies, the ones that we are like, oh, this is a banger, are the ones that are pretty horny. Yeah. <laughs> That's not just a thing on us, though. Like, honestly, all her horny movies are, that's like... A, that's the strength of hers. Yeah. I think she's able to capture, um, like, longing and uh, sexual attraction pretty well. The subtlety of horniness. Yeah, the, the subtlety of horniness. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that, like, old older movies did really well, I think. Yeah, the, the build-up like the, is more exciting than just mm-hmm. people actually having sex. Like, I don't know, some shit like Lauren Bacall would do back in the day is, like, so understated. Or, like, Rita Hayworth. Unbelievably sexual actor. But, like, Mm -hmm. through subtlety. And it's just wild. Alright, Noah, what's your final take on The Beguiled? Um, I really appreciated the pickup and pace. um, Because, like, I've said this in the past, but... If a movie's really slow and you don't connect with it, then it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my time right now? Um, and so it was nice to have a, a, a good change of pace with this one. This one was more energetic. It's just like, you're really rolling the dice with slow movies, I think. Um, but yeah, like Gabe said, the sound was absolutely phenomenal. Got the full 360 experience with that one. 
It was amazing, amazing cinematography. And I would say um, let's not undersell undersell Sophia in general here because some of those shots were real nice, real real good direction, great acting. You know, it's not. I probably won't like watch it again because I don't know. It's just like not something that I'm super psyched about by any means. But I thought it was good. I agree with all the things you said. I think it was pretty pretty good all across the board. Uh, nothing I would really change about it. I would you know, think it would be interesting to see uh, Sofia Coppola's version if she had the slave character in it, but I'm <laughs> also pretty glad she didn't. Um, yeah, great-looking movie, good performances, uh, well-written, very engaging. It had a great runtime of 90 minutes. And uh, I'm giving this one, uh, I would definitely buy it on Blu-ray. Would you? Probably. I mean, if it was like in a $5 bin, I might scoop it. I probably wouldn't. But you're not as into physical media. Y'all got True, I'm not, I'm not a physical media, media stand. Nah. Yeah, y'all gotta be no. a physical media king like me. I do, I might, I, I would consider records, but like, I don't know about movies. Some, I don't know. Y'all, these streaming services are going to go down. You're going to be so sorry. You're going to be banging at my door like, AJ, please, please. <laughs> right. And I'm going to say, where were you? I'm gonna, when... the, the nukes are going to drop and mm-hmm. we're just going to have a VHS. Fuck VHS. If I was a, if I was like a hipster that was collecting VHS, I would oh, hope you would stop me. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's our episode on The Beguiled. If you're still awake. Um, yeah, I need to go to fuck sleep. Fuck you. Um, go to bed. <laughs> it's past your bedtime. Yeah, go get I some to go actual to bed. friends, Fuck. please. Yeah, please stop relying on us to be your fucking happy pill. We are not your real friends. Um, we don't like you, and fuck you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Don't listen to us again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just literally never listen to us again. Our next episode is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, bye, All right, fuckers. Bye. <laughs>